Welcome to the Boom Boom Performance Podcast, your resource for science-based training and nutrition, data-driven coaching, and education-focused content. Before we get into this podcast, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and learn with me so that you can apply what you are about to learn, take my strategies, use these tools, and finally have some serious methods to see sustainable success with your physique, your mind, and your life. This podcast was built on the foundation of applied education, and I'm excited for you to be here so you can have that experience with me. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. Today, I want to discuss training splits. I mean, there is so many. In fact, this is honestly one of the most common questions we get um, at Tailored Coaching, and, and I get just through DM through email through Facebook through all those things is is what is the best workout split like what should I be doing for my workouts right um, because the reality is there are so many options when it comes to what your weekly training split should look like that it can be kind of confusing and because of that I'm going to take you through four common ones the most common ones in my opinion as far as weekly training splits go um, I'm going to critique each of them I'm going to give you some pros I'm going to give you some cons of each of them uh, and I and I want you to leave this podcast with the ability to make a smart decision on what your training should look like every single week. Each split will have some pros and they will definitely have some cons, but how you need to truly determine what is the right split for you and the result you were looking to achieve comes down to one simple aspect that overrules everything else inside of training, nutrition as well, if we're, if we're talking about the grand scheme of things. And that's adherence. If you are unable to consistently adhere to the weekly training split, I'm talking over the course of months and months here, it's not the right training split for you, period. It's just not going to work out. Even if it sounds like the best way to build your physique because the science is supporting it, without consistency, the science really doesn't matter. So the first one I'm going to cover is I, – I'm not following it right now, but I would say it's my favorite split – uh, this is a four-day upper-lower split, and the reason it's one of my favorites is because it was the program that took me from 155-pound skinny fat kid to 175-pound built pretty lean man, you could say, literally. Uh, after I lost about 50 pounds in my personal fitness journey, I find myself kind of skinny fat. Uh, there's a lot of people that can relate to this, um, and not exactly what I expected or, or wanted. Like most other people, I saw these people on Instagram. I saw people on tnation.com. I saw people on the cover of Men's Health Magazine, and I thought if I just did cardio and I followed a low-calorie diet, I would get there. Wrong. I got skinny fat, and I had to switch my mindset from fat loss to building muscle. But this doesn't mean this is a muscle building only split because the reality of fat loss is that you should be training to build muscle in order to maximize fat loss. So I use this training split on a lot of men and women who work with us uh, and it's exactly how both functional muscle and density were designed which are two of our uh, ebooks and we have countless upper lower splits inside the tailored trainer. If you are interested in any of the program things, all the links for those are in the show notes of this podcast. Um, but here's how the, the weekly split breaks down. Sunday is a rest day. Monday is lower body, Tuesday is upper body, Wednesday is rest, Thursday is lower, Friday is rest, Saturday is upper body. So you have three rest days, four training days. Um, the uh, the three days can also be cardio days. They don't need to be rest days. It kind of depends on your um, your ability, your recovery, your goals. Obviously, if you're just trying to build muscle, you might not need a ton of cardio. But if you're trying to lose fat, two of those should be cardio. Um, but as you can see, you have a two upper body days and two lower body days. And I know it's an upper lower split and I started with lower. 
Um, but it, it's kind of up to you, you know, depending on your schedule, you can lay out the sessions however you like, as long as each session is completed on a weekly basis. Um, but the way I have it broken down in this podcast is Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. I find that recovery is best in that scenario. If you're somebody who really struggles to get in the gym on the weekends because of family obligations, I would say just do Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and then take Saturday, Sunday off, or just go do something outside. Um, but the other thing I will say with this is the reason I have lower body first is just because in my experience, you know, we all like doing upper body um, for the most part. You know, there's some people who love legs. Great. But for a lot of people, legs are just more difficult to really get after and grind with. Um, it can be tough. It can be hard to really push yourself in a leg day because they are grueling sessions. So for me, I like to have the lower body day, day one. You just came off a rest day. You're fresh. It's the beginning of the week. You're ready to get it. Take care of the hardest day of the week. It's your max effort, lower body day, get it done, then move on to upper body after that. So let's review some pros before we go on to the cons. Um, the first pro is it allows you to have one max effort day and one dynamic or repetition effort day for both upper and lower body each and every week. This is essentially a strength-focused and a hypertrophy-focused day each week. This, in my opinion, is the number one benefit of a split like this because now we can truly optimize muscular gains. Study has, studies have shown that the, the most optimal way to kind of like periodize not just from a long scale but actually like short term with week to week is to have an undulation um, of some sort where you can prioritize both strength and muscle growth. It's kind of a concurrent style plan and you'll see this inside a lot of powerlifting programs or a conjugate program, um, F8 uh, – PHAT fat program by Lane Norton was a really classic one. Um, but all these have a blend, right? Uh, functional muscle two actually has a uh, weekly undulated. So it's not each day you're undulating. Every other week you have a different focus. But the point with this is if I have two upper days and two lower days, I can have one day where I'm working on pure strength. I'm staying in the three to six rep range, maybe eights for some of my accessory lifts. And then on the other day, I can either do hypertrophy if bodybuilding is more of my focus, if I want to build muscle and I'm staying in the eight to 20 rep range, or I can have a dynamic day if I work, I want to work more on strength. And that's where we're doing speed work. So speed deadlift, speed bench, plyo box work, stuff like that. Um, so we're getting the best of both worlds instead of having isolated zones where we're only focusing on one thing for months on end before shifting and losing some of that progress every time you transition. Um, and in my opinion, it's just more fun. But pro number two, keeps lower and upper body days isolated, which for the majority of people can help them truly connect to their body and get a better mind-muscle connection. I find this to be extremely beneficial for people who are struggling with muscular activation in specific areas. With a full body split, we switch what we are working on throughout the session. This causes blood flow, you know, like the pump and oxygen to get into the muscle, to switch so frequently that we can't really stay focused on one area for an extended period of time. This split, upper-lower, actually allows us to do just that and can help us learn how our muscles really activate and work better. Um, if you're a beginner, this is a great reason for you to do this. Or if you're just somebody who's like, man, I can never feel my lats. I can never feel my chest, my pecs. I can never feel my triceps when I'm working on something. Uh, if that's you, this is the perfect split because you know, if you're doing an upper body day, all your blood flow, attention, and focus is on only a few limbs. And you can really prioritize getting that pump and feeling those muscles work in that zone. Um, same thing with legs. If you really struggle feeling your quads on squats because you go from squats to a chin-up to a deadlift to push-ups, stuff like that, it's going to be tough. But if you keep focus in that muscle group, it's going to be a lot easier. Pro number three, helps us increase total volume more efficiently and effectively uh, and really just, just easier overall. See, 
there's this volume threshold uh, that needs to be met when we consider building muscle. In other words, we need to hit a minimum amount of sets and reps per muscle group per week to see progress. When we have two days to hit each muscle group, we can more easily accomplish that minimum volume requirement. It becomes more difficult when we have a bro split or a full body split because a, a bro split, you're doing all of your volume for one muscle group on one day. You're going to be fatigued halfway through and it becomes way more difficult to get enough weekly volume. And the volume you're getting turns into junk volume. On a full body split, you're either going to have to train every day or you're going to have to train uh, for hours on end just to get everything done. Pro number four, hits the ideal amount of frequency according to what science says. Science has shown repeatedly over the years that two times per week per muscle group is the optimal frequency. Some science may argue that three times a week is as well is pretty good, but what we know is that one time a week isn't enough and four times or more per week doesn't provide any extra benefits. To maximize recovery and allow the anabolic response from training to ride out, it's recommended that we have about 48 hours between muscle groups. This basically means that we should place two days between each muscle group, and the reason is because we, after we train legs, the tissues will be repairing and building for about two days. Once that process stops and slows down, then we can get back and train them again. But trying to rush that process too much or doing too high of intensity back to back to back can diminish your ability to recover. And if you cannot recover, you really can't build muscle. Um, so for the most part in my experience and from what most research shows, two times a week is basically the sweet spot. It's, it's little enough to where you get a lot of recovery and can train hard. And it's enough where you can spread out volume and have that anabolic uh, signal being sent to your body more regularly. Pro number five, it's four days a week, which is not overwhelming on most people's schedule, but it's also not enough uh, it's also enough to be in the gym quite often. It's a great balance between not enough and too much for most people. Um, this is, you know, like when I'm really trying to push volume, I will go for five or six days a week. But for the most part, like a lifestyle program, a sustainable program, I find four days to be that sweet spot. It's very motivating. It's very fun because you're in the gym frequently, but it's not so much that you're burnt out or you're just training constantly um, and you can't fit it in your schedule because there's nothing worse than following a program that your work or family life doesn't allow you to adhere to because one, you don't need to be doing that much if your lifestyle doesn't allow you to. Uh, family and work's typically more important than, than getting a pump in the gym. Just do four days and then you're not stressed out about it and you don't feel like a failure because you're missing days in the gym. And the last pro that I have for today is uh, flexibility of this program is pretty good. So because it's only four days and that gives you three days of rest, which allows you to switch around the days pretty easily if your schedule changes and you ultimately need to. Now, obviously, it's always going to be more beneficial to get in a routine. This applies to meal timing and with training to have set days where you're doing set things just because it's easier to adhere long term and you just know what to expect. You can plan and organize around it. However, if you need to move between like maybe, you know, you're going on vacation and you're leaving on Thursday. Well, shit, do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday morning and then leave. And then you'll be good for, you know, three or four days off, which isn't ideal, but at least you got all your sessions in, right? If you had a five or six day split, you basically have to miss out on volume. In fact, a lot of times when I'm doing a deload um, from a high volume phase or I'm going on vacation, I will just change my program that week to an upper lower split to make it easier. So the cons, I only have two cons for this one. Uh, for a beginner or someone who is very novice to lifting, the isolated upper and lower body days may create too much DOMS, uh, which is delayed onset muscle soreness, uh, because we have a full day prioritizing one half of the body. It may be a bit much to recover from if you've yet to dive into a solid training program before. 
So I don't always recommend uh, upper lower splits for beginners. It can be beneficial because it allows you to really find that mind muscle connection, which for a lot of people is helpful. But if you're if you have poor recovery because you've just never trained, sometimes it's just too much volume on your chest, shoulders, back, like all your your entire upper body, for example, in a single day, and you'll be sore for days, and that's never beneficial. Uh, the second con is if your schedule changes so frequently that you never really know how often you'll be able to get in the gym or not this week, then this may not be the best approach for you because you'll leave muscle groups left untrained essentially. A full body approach would probably be better because you know if you are training four days a week full body but for three weeks in a row you can only train for three days because of work trips or whatever – you're hitting full body every day. You're not really missing out on any muscle groups. With an upper-lower split, if you consistently have to leave and you keep skipping your second leg day, you're, you're missing out on a lot of training that you could be doing. The next split that we're going to talk about is a full body split, and we're going to cover a three- or a four-day split. However, you could do five days. Um, inside the Taylor Trainer, I have uh, a three-day full body. I have a four-day full body, uh, multiple four-day full bodies. And four days is typically my favorite. Like I feel like if you're going to do any conditioning, if you're going to get enough rest and recovery, four days is a good amount of work. So I have a couple uh, multiple four-day programs that are full body inside the Taylor Trainer. And then we actually have a five-day uh, high-frequency, high-volume uh, hypertrophy training split. So it's five days a week of full body, but it's geared towards building muscle. Um, really good program. It's, it, but you have to be very specific when you're programming five days in a row of full body. Um, I typically like to go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, take Thursday off, and then Friday, Saturday uh, on the five day. But you can do it. You just have to be very specific with what's coming in and what's going out because today affects tomorrow, affects the next day, affects the next day. And you have to be aware of that from a posture standpoint, a joint health standpoint, muscle standpoint, so on and so forth. Um, but today we're talking about a three or a four day training split for full body. Um, this is tied with the upper lower split for how often I use it with clients. Uh, simply because these two just work. They're very easily pliable and adjustable to people, um, but we'll get into that here in a sec. So the way this is going to break down is basically Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you are doing full body or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So basically, you're spreading it out pretty evenly throughout the week. The reason I like doing back-to-back -back days Friday and Saturday is just because typically Saturdays people can sleep in. So if you're waking up early and maybe not getting as much sleep because you have to work early in the morning, Monday through Friday, then I want your final session, which is going to be the most difficult since you've had a full week of training under your belt, I want it to be on a Saturday so you can get a couple extra hours of sleep before you head to the gym. So pro number one is going to be uh, – it can be pretty enjoyable for most people. When doing a full body training split, you're hitting literally every muscle in your body and every movement pattern your body can functionally perform um, if you're programming it the right way. Uh, because of this, it keeps it very engaging and keeps you interested in the program itself. Very rarely do I feel like these are stale. You know, you're you're. It's very dynamic. It feels very athletic. You're kind of just going and going and going, and you're going through so many different movements that it almost provides a sense of variety every day. That it feels like you're constantly doing new challenging workouts, even if you're following a steady program that's periodized over the course of weeks and months. Um, so it can be really fun. That's that's pro number one. Pro number two, it's a great way to increase the metabolic aspect of your training and burn more calories. When doing a full body training split, as mentioned above, you're hitting literally every muscle group in your body, almost, not always, uh, which in itself will increase your heart rate and get your body burning more calories during the workout. So if fat loss is your goal, this may be a great solution for you simply from the caloric expenditure aspect. Um, the thing I would say with that is, you know, an upper lower split might be better for maintaining muscle. Like, 
it really maintaining muscle comes down to volume, but it's easier to distribute that volume on an upper lower split for most people. But my point with saying that is, you know, if you want to lose fat, that's your goal right now, but you're really focused on maintaining all the muscle you built during the muscle gain phase prior, then I probably would suggest you do something like an upper lower split or more of a, a bodybuilding style split so that you can maintain as much muscle as possible while cutting and while losing fat. Um, but again, uh, if you want to get the most out of your training to burn more calories, there is some good research that shows full body is going to be a little bit more caloric, calorically expending, which makes sense. If you do a squat and you follow that up with a bench press, you're using way more energy than you would if you did a bench press and you followed that up with a dumbbell row, right? Um, pro number three, just like the upper lower split with a full body split, you will be hitting the optimal amount of frequency no matter what, because each muscle group will be trained a minimum of three times per week. Uh, this means from a science perspective, you're doing the job of maximizing muscle activation frequency, which itself has a, a pretty anabolic benefit to it. And, and if we really think about, you know, sometimes programming a four or five day upper lower or full body split, for example, you have dominant days. So you might have a chest dominant full body day. You might have a shoulder dominant full body day, a back dominant full body day. So you do have emphases of those days, which means you might not hit each muscle group directly three times in a three or four day full body split, but you will definitely hit them at least two times. So no matter what, you're getting the bare minimum of frequency to allow you to hit the amount of volume. Because remember that yes, frequency is good because it, it kind of sends this pulse, right? So like every time you hit a muscle group, you're sending this anabolic signal. That's a good thing because you're spreading your training out throughout the week. But the main reason frequency is beneficial or it should be used as a tool is really just to organize your volume. So how often you're hitting a muscle group allows you to better distribute your volume um, and intensity throughout the week. That's the main benefit of using frequency as a tool. Uh, all right, number four, this is by far the most adjustable program you can use uh, because whether you can only train two or three or four times a week or even five for that matter, you will accomplish the job of training each muscle group no matter what, every single week. Um, I use this as well as the others inside our membership site, uh, the Taylor Trainer, because it allows people to follow a three-day full body split with an optional fourth day if they decide to level up their training. So this is something I really like doing with my full body is there's three foundational mandatory days and then there's a fourth optional day. This is a day where the compound lift would be like an overhead press and we have more accessory work that isn't the bread and butter movements, but it is going to be helpful for building your physique. So if you have extra time, if you end up getting off work early on Friday, or if you don't have family stuff to do this weekend, hit the fourth session. If you can't, no worries. But the cool thing about this is, again, it's very adjustable. So you can kind of have three-day weeks and four-day weeks without really stressing too much. Pro number five, this program limits the volume you can use depending on the amount of times you, in the week you are training, which is why a four or five times a week plan may be better for maximizing muscle growth, whether you are doing a full body or an upper lower or a push pull legs or anything like that, um, or an upper lower push pull legs. Uh, but in general, for maximizing hypertrophy as an advanced lifter, four or five times a week might be beneficial. But this downfall is actually also a benefit because some people fail to see results because they do too much volume and have too high of intensity and they end up in an under-recovered state. Um, in fact, I think under-recovery is much more uh, common and, and realistic than overtraining in general. Um, but this style of programming allows you to manage volume better and more easily to keep you where you are personally at and where you should stay at. So although this is a three or four day plan and that might not be enough for some people, it's actually perfect because it doesn't overdo it for other people. Last pro, 
Uh, it may be optimal for strength-specific goals rather than hypertrophy. The reason for this is because we can train each body part more often throughout the week without experiencing a lot of muscle soreness. Um, and, and even more so than a body part, we're training each movement pattern. And we, when we can do that, we actually increase our neurological ability and skill behind the actual movement of itself, um, which is actually the foundation of how strength is built. Strength is a nervous system dominant thing, goal, aspect, skill. So, uh, you know, if you want to get really strong at the bench press, it's probably advisable that you bench press often, not only because you need to experience repetitions under the bar, but you also need that neurological stimulus frequently to build the skill of bench pressing. The more often you bench press, the better your bench press from a skill perspective and a movement capacities perspective is. And when that happens, your load ability improves as well. Um, it's why a lot of powerlifting programs uh, like DUP is a great powerlifting program. It's full body and you do bench squat deadlift three times a week. You do a heavy day, uh, a light speed day, and then a hypertrophy day. So you're doing different intensities with the same exact movements and you can't not get great at squatting if you're doing it three times a week. It's, it's impossible. Um, so what are the cons? The cons of a full body program. First one, I found in my experience that the, the mind-muscle connection ability inside of a full-body training program is lessened unless you are a very advanced individual who can simply think and activate that muscle group, um, which isn't always common. The mind-muscle connection is not everything, uh, it, and it's not even the most important aspect for growth by any means, but some will argue that it's needed, and some will argue that it's pretty beneficial, and I would agree to an extent. But when we consider proper form, injury present, prevention, and joint health, it's massive, and that's why I think it's so important. It's indirectly beneficial. When training full body, we may go from working your chest to your glutes within one to two sets. This causes blood flow to go elsewhere, focus to go to a different area of your body, and by the time you hit your third set of chest and are finally getting a pump, we switch on to the next exercise, and it's a completely different muscle group, whereas an upper-lower split will allow you to bathe in the pump and create that connection for a while before switching anything. So for some people the practice and repetition of sticking with a certain muscle group or half of the body is really beneficial just to increase the pump, increase blood flow, help joint function, and just get good at the movements, period. Um, the last con I have for here is programming becomes way more difficult. Um, this isn't a con for people like me who have been coaching for eight, nine, ten years uh, and who have written thousands of programs, uh, but for those who are less experienced in writing programs. And, and I would also say like, if you have fun programming, like I really enjoy programming. So thinking of challenging ways to program is actually exciting to me. Uh, but in general, it's, it's just difficult. There's way more to think about when writing a quality full body program, posture, frequency, joint health, volume, minimum requirements, movement pattern, capacity, energy systems, etc. Now I, I must also preface, you should be focusing on all these, no matter what weekly split you're doing. But it can be a little bit trickier when it comes to a full body routine. And in my experience, it's just way more difficult, especially for an advanced full body routine. You know, if I get somebody who's never trained before and we're just doing some functional stuff, a three-day full body routine is extremely easy to create. I'm going to do a push, pull, hip hinge, knee dominant movement like a squat pattern, um, and then some kind of core exercise at the end. And they're done, right? So that could be a goblet squat with a one-arm row and then an RDL with a dumbbell floor press. And then their finisher is... Uh, you know, like a salt bike and carries. You get your core, you get your metabolic, you get push, pull, hip hinge, squat dominant. You've done it all. You've you've hit most of your muscle groups and you have uh, worked all the movement patterns. 
essentially, and you've worked multiple energy systems. You do that three times a week with a different squat variation each time, a different press variation every time, you're golden. But when somebody needs to start increasing volume to improve strength or muscle, that's where it can get a little confusing. That's where you have to get a little more creative and start really kind of thinking outside the box. All right, the six-day-a-week training split is next. This is a push-pull legs. This is definitely a more advanced training split, uh, one that I, I honestly rarely program for clients, uh, but but I definitely do when I get an advanced or competitive physique athlete uh, if I feel they need to make progress and they need that more volume in order to do so. Um, we do have a really good push-pull legs split inside the tailored trainer. Uh, it's, it is a high-volume program, and I actually don't recommend people doing it for longer than 12 to 16 weeks because I think after 12 to 16 weeks of that much volume, I think it's important to drop down um, for at least one mesocycle, so at least four weeks, let's say, and do a little bit less volume. So four days a week, strength dominant, just to resensitize your body to building and get used to, to really fully recover. Uh, because six days a week can be brutal. If you do six days in a row every week for a while, it can be brutal and it can be a lot and it can just it can just take its toll on you. Um, but this split can be a six day split or a seven or an eight week. Uh, on a seven or eight week microcycle, uh, a microcycle is essentially your weekly training block. Um, so, uh, I'm sorry, not an eight week microcycle, eight day microcycle. So, uh, which most people like, so the reason I'm saying this is because a lot of people see six days a week and they think Monday through Sunday, right? That's seven days calendar. Um, but the thing here is, is you can do this differently. You can make it an eight day microcycle. You can make it a 10 day microcycle. So let's say you wanted to do push, pull, legs, rest, push, pull, legs, rest. One cycle through that is going to be longer than a week. That's eight days, right? Um, if you want to do push, pull, legs, push, pull, legs, then rest, that's seven days. So there's multiple ways to do this. Um, you can take a rest day in between each push, pull, legs. I mean, realistically, you could even go push, pull, rest, legs, push, le rest. Like just every third day is a rest day. And then it extends to like 13 or 14 days. Um, so it's good to not look at a calendar week and just focus more on how much volume are you getting in and how many cycles can you get through that. Um, but that, that's another thing. So um, it is somewhat flexible from that regard. And for some people, they like doing push-pull legs, but they can't handle six days in a row. And it gives you that option to switch it up a little bit. So first pro, it will guarantee that you get enough volume in. As you can probably tell, it's, it's plenty of days per week. I mean, even if you're splitting that up between eight days, you're still doing quite a bit of training throughout the week and a lot of volume per session per muscle group. Um, which is going to allow for maximizing volume and maximizing hypertrophy. So uh, you have so many days to just ensure that you're getting enough training in, basically. Um, pretty cut and dry, plain and simple. The, that's probably the biggest pro is is that it is a high-volume program. It's a, it's a way to increase volume above what you're used to so that you can make new gains that you may have not been able to because you were plateaued. Um, pro number two, going back to the idea of uh, kind of maximizing your ability to enhance – the mind-muscle connection, this may be the best option to enhance this because you stay on just push for one day, which is chest, shoulders, triceps for an entire session, keeping the blood flow the same in the three muscle groups, which all work together when, when training because when you're doing a bench press, you're working all three of those, right? So you're kind of getting a blood, the, the pump in the same exact muscles throughout the whole session. 
And you can even take it a step further and go, I'm going to start with chest. So you go bench press and then some kind of dumbbell press or push-up variation or fly, for example. And then you go to shoulders. So you do an overhead press, like dumbbell shoulder press, and then cable lateral raises, right? Now we're sticking on shoulders. And then we go to triceps and we do um, push-downs and overhead extensions. But we stayed on each muscle group for a good multiple exercises in countless several sets. So at least six, if not eight sets, depending on how many sets you're doing per exercise. It's a really good way to maximize that mind-muscle connection, which is why a lot of people like the push-pull-leg split. Um, and some of these you're going to hear repeated because there's, you know, there's some pros inside of these splits that carry over to other ones. Like there's going to be pros inside the upper-lower split that is also in a push-pull-legs, for example. Um, pro number two uh, – or sorry, pro number three – like the upper-lower split, this is allowing us to maximize the three big keys to seeing progress. Intensity, frequency, and volume. We are hitting each muscle group two times per week. We can split those into strength and hypertrophy days if we wanted to. And we can ensure that we're maximizing our volume threshold. Because of this, from a scientific perspective, it's honestly one of the best splits you can do. Um, I think I say scientific perspective because, again, in my experience – not everybody can handle this. However, if we just look at the idea of maximizing frequency, maximizing volume, and then undulating our training so we have some strength and hypertrophy days, the push-pull-leg split kind of checks off all the boxes in the best way. Pro number four, because you are segmenting your days into movement patterns, I find it really helpful for people um, from a knowledge perspective because you, you have to truly think about the way your body functions, how your joints move, and what muscles support what functions. Um, so I think... And this is honestly just a mindset thing. I like that it's called push-pull legs uh, because I think when you think push and pull, you start thinking outside of just muscle groups and you start thinking movement patterns or at least you realize that they're important. Uh, the last pro, lastly, uh, we just to echo all the above, essentially like everything I've already talked about. Um, for the very advanced individual who's focusing on maximizing gains and is very committed to the gym, this may be the most optimal to break through any uh, plateau and, and reach new gains as you're getting closer to your genetic potential. You know, you can go so far naturally, but at some point in time, you need to change something dramatically in order to break through that threshold. And for a lot of people, uh, a push-pull legs can do that. Like I've seen a lot of guys and girls who were stuck with their muscular gains. They just weren't seeing any more hypertrophy. And we put them on a push-pull legs, and it was just what they needed to kind of push over that volume threshold and get enough volume to really start maximizing growth to their full genetic and natural potential. All right, so what are the cons of a push-pull leg split? The first one is it's a lot of gym time, plain and simple. Uh, for most people, six days in the week, uh, six days a week in the gym uh, for roughly an hour apiece is just it's hard. It's not feasible for a consistent amount of time. That makes the split suboptimal for a lot of people. So if you have a busy life, if you have a crazy work schedule, if you have a lot of family obligations, a push-pull leg split might not be that great for you. I know for me, before I owned a, a private training facility, it, it took I really never did a push-pull legs, to be honest with you. Like, I think I tried it once when I was working at the gym, but it was still hard because I was working on my online business in the mornings. I had to drive across town. I was still studying for school. It just didn't make sense. So like four days was always kind of my sweet spot. Once I opened the private facility, I went right into a push-pull leg split because I had the time to do it. Um, and I only could last so long because after about, I think it was 14 weeks in, I was just burnt. I had to, it was just too long of too high a volume and we dropped to a five-day split, which I'm going to talk about in a sec. Um, but the point being is it's, it's just not feasible for some people. If six days is too much, don't try to jump in this program no matter what the science says or no matter how beneficial you think it might be. 
Number two, it can cause extreme DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, in many individuals simply because volume is really high and you're constantly resistant training. The recovery time in this split is small and therefore I often see people burn out from a nervous system perspective. Um, so it's just important to print pre-plan deloads with this plan and, and make sure to uh, really focus on both nutrition and sleep as well so your recovery is optimized. I typically will have somebody deload every four to eight weeks. It's kind of dependent on the individual. And when I have them deload on a push-pull legs, I have them follow an upper-lower split for that week. So we literally add two extra rest days and we lower total volume considerably. Um, but in general, you just got to make sure that you can, you can really focus on recovery. I did a push pull leg split because I was eating in a surplus. I was eating more calories than I've ever ate. I was getting enough sleep. I was on point with supplementation. I was on point with everything. And I really focused on that during that time because it's a lot. Like there's some days where you're just grinding. I mean, after Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, by Saturday's leg day, it was tough. It was hard for me to get in the gym and crank out a hard leg day on a Saturday after a full day of training. So it's something to consider. Joint health can also be compromised. This is the last con. Um, if you're not programming intelligently, especially with your shoulders, pushing for an entire day is a lot of scapular protraction uh, without any retraction. Uh, you're asking for impingements and extra joint stress, essentially, um, possibly bicep tendon stress as well. Uh, so when you're programming this way, I, I always add plenty of rows or scap retraction in the warm-ups of the push days and extra posterior chain work on the lower body days to avoid any hip flexor issues. My point being is too much flexion, too much protraction, too much anterior dominant movement can cause some postural and joint issues. That's why they say uh, like rows are so great for shoulder health, right? Um, it's the best thing you can do to avoid shoulder injuries. Well, if you're doing full days of pushing, it can be tough versus a upper day where you're supersetting or competing with every push, you're doing a pull. And that really helps the shoulder stay healthy. So it's just important to make sure you're working on mobility, working on flexibility, uh, working on recovery, and just avoiding um, not warming up effectively. All right, I think we have one more split today. Um, and then we'll kind of throw out some that I, that I wasn't really going to discuss today. But the last one I'm going to discuss today is the current split I am on. Um, it's also the split that I use inside of Functional Muscle 2.0, um, which is an ebook you can grab. I'll link in the show notes. And we also have a program called Muscle by Science that's in the tailored trainer that I really enjoy. Um, and that is an upper-lower push-pull-legs five-day-week split. It's definitely a more advanced split, uh, but not as serious as a six-day push-pull-leg split. Um, in fact, for an advanced individual who has plateaued, this is absolutely my favorite training split to take them through um, because you can have more variation. And this is also why I jumped to this after six days. Like I was like, how do I accomplish a good amount of volume to continue growing because my goal right now is just to get bigger, but stop training six days in a row. Like I'm burnt. Um, and this is how I did it, upper, lower push-pull legs. And usually this is a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing. So you have a Sunday and a Monday rest. Um, so pro number one, this allows you to have one max effort day for both upper and lower while also having a hypertrophy day for each movement pattern every single week. This takes the advantages of the upper-lower split up a notch in specificity. Um, this, in my opinion, is honestly the best benefit of this split because you can truly optimize muscular gains like studies have shown the most optimal way to periodize is to have some kind of undulation just like i talked about with the upper lower split where you can prioritize both strength intensities and muscle growth intensities like hypertrophy intensities this means that we can spend two days lifting in the lower rep range to really stimulate the nervous system really focus on strength gains and just get more powerful right and then we have three days of the week where we can put our volume a little bit higher we can do higher rep ranges more bodybuilding style training and we can 
can really push hypertrophy. Um, that's one of the – I think that's the best reason. It's the same exact thing as why the upper-lower split is so beneficial with the with the max effort and the dynamic or repetition effort days. But this is just much more geared towards hypertrophy and bodybuilding. Pro number two. Like both the upper lower split and the push pull leg split, we are staying in the same area of focus, allowing you to really find that mind muscle connection and work on the activation of the muscles. Um, this goes a long way in the skill of training and building muscle. Whether you're a beginner or an advanced athlete, I think this is important because if we can chase the pump, there are a lot of benefits to that besides simply just focusing on the muscle. But in general, it's a good thing to have. Um, number three, it helps us increase total volume more effectively and easier um, without the diminishing returns of recovery. This is a volume threshold that needs to be met. Um, like I talked about in the push-pull legs, there, there is that minimum amount we need to consider, um, which is why having five days to hit our minimum is makes it really easy, right? I talked about this with the push-pull legs because with six days, it's damn near impossible to not get enough volume. Um, but five days, again, is just a step up from the upper lower in order to hit enough volume to continue growing. Um, if your goal is just strength, then the upper lower split might actually be better. Um, if your goal is both strength and size or strictly size, I think this five-day split is probably your best bet. Uh, number four, hits the ideal amount of frequency while still allowing the recovery needed to facilitate the actual muscle growth process. The six days per week pushes this a bit too far for a lot of people, but the five days per week when programmed properly can really maps, maximize both gains and still allow a good amount of recovery because you have two full days off to rest. Number five, when we have a five-day split, we have more op opportunity to specialize. Uh, and what, what I mean by this is we have the ability to specialize in a specific area, bringing up your weak points um, or lagging muscle groups. The reason for this is simple. We have five days to train, and it's split up in a way that we have multiple days each week to work on each muscle group for an entire session. Um, so we have our general upper lower, but then we also have a day just for push, chest, shoulders, triceps, just for pull, lats, traps, rear delts, biceps, just for legs, quads, hamstrings, glutes, again. So it's a really good way to make sure we're specializing on a specific body part because you have the time to do it. Um, and then the last pro is like the six-day split, this is often the type of program that can help an advanced lifter break through any plateau onto new gains. It's just a lot of volume, but it doesn't overload the nervous system too much, so you can last a little bit longer on this type of split. The cons. There are three cons with this one. For some, it's just a bit too much gym time. Once again, uh, if your schedule doesn't consistently allow five days per week in the gym for about an hour, it's probably not the right program for you. Um, and that's totally fine. There's a lot of people that four days is their maximum. So just stick with that because adherence and consistency truly is the most important thing. Number two, for a beginner or somebody who is very novice to lifting, the isolated upper and lower days may create too much DOMS, um, especially because we have the two half body days, so upper lower, and then we have a push pull legs. It, it's pro it might just be too much to recover from um, if you've yet to dive into any serious advanced training program. So there's no reason to jump into this if you are yet to even try an upper lower split. Or if you've only been lifting for three days for a long time, go from three to four and take these, these baby steps to get up because the minimal effective volume dose is always going to be the best because I shouldn't say always going to be best because there's times where you should try to maximize and almost push recovery capacity to its maximum capability. But we also want to be aware that if you jump from three to five, you're, you might not make more gains than you would have going from three to four. And if you went from three to four, you're still getting the minimum amount of volume that you need to break through your plateau and grow, but you're not doing so much that you can't recover from it. Um, so you'll last longer on that four-day split than you would on the five-day split right now. All right. And the last con for this split, 
um, is if your schedule changes frequently or you have to travel a lot, you may really never know how often you can get to the gym. Um, and, and similar to the push pull legs or the upper lower, this probably just isn't the best approach for you. You might want to go with a full body approach. If you ever have worries of having to skip sessions, I almost always recommend full body training because it allows you to make sure you're not missing out on any muscle groups or movement patterns. Um, so there's three splits I didn't mention today, um, and I'm just going to kind of briefly explain why. The first split is the body part split, aka the bro split. This is like our classic bodybuilding split where you train one muscle group per day. Uh, example would be you have a chest day, a back day, a quad day, an arm day, glute day, whatever. Um, the reason this is not listed is because it is just not beneficial to train this way um, unless you're using anabolic steroids, which is fine if you are. And, and for some, it might actually be advantageous because um, you can maximize the pump by just focusing on one single muscle group per day and you can have higher intensities and higher training loads and volumes while on steroids. Um, but if you're natural, it's, it's not that beneficial. Um, the frequency is just too low, one muscle group per week at best. And because of this, you are hitting one muscle group so hard each and every day, your volume subsequently drops lower as DOMS rises higher. And what I mean by that is as you go through a chest day, you bench, then you incline dumbbell press, then you do push-ups, then you do flies. By the time you're done with your bench press, you're already a little fatigued, let alone the second exercise on chest, you're really starting to get fatigued, which means all of the intensity in your training is going to plummet because you cannot lift that heavy consistently after you're already fatigued. So a bro split just doesn't split up volume across the week enough uh, to be advantageous from a scientific perspective, plain and simple. Uh, CrossFit, um, it's not really even a split uh, it, it's a sport. CrossFit may be done three days a week, six days a week, five days a week, four days a week, AM sessions, PM sessions, only one session per day. Um, there's so many ways to do it. Uh, CrossFit is a modality or a sport. So to list this in an article uh, or a podcast like this, it's just, it's just too hard. It deserves an entire episode going over all the different ways to approach training inside of CrossFit. And that's not really what we do at the other coaching method. We don't program CrossFit. We program functional strength training and bodybuilding um, catered to the individuals who are looking for aesthetic changes or strength changes. We work with a lot of CrossFitters uh, in the sense that they are done with CrossFit and they are ready to move on to more functional strength training and bodybuilding. Um, and we, we mixture in elements of CrossFit into a lot of our training for those who enjoy that type of training. But CrossFit in general is not really a split and there there's very little organization inside the training split for most crossfit boxes a lot of them just follow a daily wad that's online um, and there's no real tailored structure to it there are some really amazing crossfit or functional fitness coaches out there that do tailor the splits and there is a method behind the madness and i know some of them personally so this isn't shitting on the whole sport at, by any means um, especially if if that gets you moving if that's if that's the only way you enjoy training and you want to do it so that you just stay active then by all means do it like i'm, I'm more focused on nutrition anyway um, however, I, I wasn't going to list it in this because it's just it's just not really a split worth discussing the pros and cons of because it's so varied depending on the person. Uh, and the last one is an anterior-posterior split. Um, it, in, uh, this is a full-body push-pull essentially. Um, the reason I didn't mention this is because it's not as common and it's rarely used. Um, although I do like this approach. With this, you're doing full-body each day and typically training six days a week, um, which – means each session can actually be pretty short. So it makes the six days a week kind of easier. Um, an example would be day one, you squat and bench. Day two, you deadlift and chin up. Day three, you lunge and overhead press. Um, and then the next day, you might do 
RDLs and heavy rows. Like, but the point being is you basically have a full body push, full body pull, full body push, full body pull, and you're working anterior, posterior each day. Um, and they have those focuses each day and you alternate. Um, you can do this and get away with two compounds or main lifts followed by just one or two exercises accessory exercise per session really you could do a squat a bench and then like a leg extension and a chest flat and you're done that's 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 it right um so there it's easy to do these um it's not too taxing uh per session but by the end of the week it can be and they can be fun if you've never done a full body interior posterior split i would try it out uh they are fun we do have one of those in the tailor trainer as well um as you can imagine we have literally every single style of training program on purpose because I want to make sure everybody has something that they would enjoy and progress from. Um, and that's a wrap, guys. That's I mean, we went over a upper-lower split. We went over a full body. We went over push-pull legs. We went over an upper-lower push-pull legs, which are – those are the main ones that I find myself programming most and what I find people enjoy the most. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you got a lot of information about it. And if you have any questions whatsoever about what training split is best for you, there's two things I can do to help you. Number one, shoot me an email, Cody at tailoredcoachingmethod.com. Feel free to ask me any question you have. And number two, go sign up for the tailored trainer. We have literally every style of split in there and you get access to us for help along the way. So it's a great place to go to learn more about training and have your training done for you so you can stop second guessing what you put on paper. Before I let you go, I just want to say thanks. I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. It's so empowering and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more, again, to get you better results. The second thing, head over to boomboomformance.com slash sign dash up or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of the Nutrition Hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at Cody at BoomBoomPerformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. This is literally an invitation to jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time.